Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the first episode of She Has the Nerve. My name is Althema Goodson, hailing from New York, and I am a consultant extraordinaire. She Has the Nerve is an ode to women who just have the nerve to step out, do whatever they want, and follow all their dreams. I have the pleasure to have my first guest, my sister, Miss Sky Smith of Sky Smith LLC. I've known her for quite some time. So, Miss Sky, how hello, are you today? Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for extending your platform to me. I am well. I'm well. I'm good. Um, in good spirits, feeling great. So, um, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So tell as me can a be expected to you. an extent. <laughs> I'm sorry, as, I say, as, as to be expected with this whole pandemic and everything flying around and news headlines and everything swarming every day. But yeah, I'm good. And a thunderstorm. It's like black outside. Right? It was just like, it, it got on like the floor is wet. I was like, geez, windy. I was like, okay. Exactly. So, um, you mentioned the pandemic. We can start from current to back. We've known each other for quite some time. So what has given you the nerve? Yes, we have known each other. I, I want to say, I don't want to date it and date us um, until our age. I, I believe it's something probably like eight to 10 years at this point. Like literally, we won't, you, you never think of it, right? And then when you start dating things and events and stuff, you're like, wait a second. Um, oh shit, that was like eight years ago. So, and then we have the imaginary year of last year that doesn't seem to fit into anyone's time frame. But um, yes, I have had the pleasure of um, having you as a really good sister friend for well over five years, like I said, eight to 10 years. Um, and you've seen me through so many career pivots and, and, and different fields and, and all type of different um, um, things, um, which we will, I'm sure, chat about on, yes. on this uh, <laughs> podcast. Um, what gave me, what gives me the nerve? So I would say what gives me the nerve is kind of like a two-part answer for me. So it's fully trusting God and wanting um to be, so wanting to be who my younger self needed and, and who she lacked. So wanting to fill that void for um, other females. Um, and you know, with age comes wisdom. So as you grow and you realize um, what was missing and inadequacies growing up, wanting to fill that void. So what gives me the nerve is um, wanting to be uh, a helper wanting to be that connecting puzzle piece for others um, that I wish I had when I was younger. So every time I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a bit rattled or confused or there's a lot going on and we're adulting um, <laughs> and living life and, and you kind of like lose vision, right? Or, or you're kind of like um, not sure. Those are things that give me the nerve. Those are things that keep me grounded. So how did you build up that nerve? Because I feel like a lot of times we all want to be who we needed or who we want. Like a lot of us, you know, we're servant leaders and we, you know, we move away 
that a lot of people don't. So we move that way because we we want reciprocity. We want people to move that way too with that intention and integrity. Um, you know, and like, you know, our good auntie Iyanla says, we got to do the work. So how did you get the nerve to be like, I'm going to be who Young Sky needed? Great question. Um, really good question. Um, how did I get the nerve to be who Young Sky needed? Good question, good question. Um, I knew, so coming up, um, had a lot of downs and I don't have a very strong um, parental relationship with my mom. Um, that was definitely tested um, and was the, the root to a lot of things for me. So, As I got older, as I was um, putting myself through college and just uh, fighting my, you know, fighting my way into the adult world and into adulthood, um, I realized what I lacked, and it was hard to realize it. It was hard. It was it was a hard realization because at some point, it meant addressing. Um, I know we hear a lot of this right now, but um, it meant addressing that lost child, that inner child. And it, it, it was realizing how much that inner child needed um, and just doors that I had to, to go through and close without apologies and, and, and without acknowledgement from, from others um, for certain things, but realizing how much it was for me, what it meant to me and how much it was for me. And by saying that, how much it was for me. It wasn't for anyone else. And in realizing that, I just kind of was, I just kind of felt like, am I the only one um, that feels this way or that thinks this way or had, you know, had so much lack and, and, and didn't have the support and wasn't built up with love and wasn't built up with the proper esteem and the proper, um, what I would call like your foundation and your building blocks. Um, was I the only one? And, and I would meet people and be like, nope, I'm not, because I would hear the, the stories that others would say, or I would um, speak at a school and I would see the young girls and I'd see their faces and I'd get the, the hugs after and Auntie Sky, they go, can I call you Auntie Sky, not Miss Sky? And I'm like, sure. And, and you know, they'd want to talk to me and they'll be telling me certain things and I would see it. I would see my little broken self in them. I would see um, their eyes so full of excitement for the future, but so scared because they lack things and, and they're kind of realizing that they lack it um, or just coming in to know, like thinking that they may um, is how I got the nerve to be the person for Younger Sky because I also knew that it was hindering my growth pushing forward and, and wanting to break open doors and break barriers and, 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 and heal, heal and wanting to heal. I realized that, you know, that's, that's how I got the nerve that it was for me um, and therapy. 
a whole lot of therapy. <laughs> a whole, whole lot of therapy. Clap it up for therapy. <laughs> right, clap it up yes. for therapy. Normalize. you like, hey, I just got off of therapy. Like, we got to normalize that. Um, yeah, yep. Within I ourselves. Have, I've definitely had to do it um, by Zoom uh, through the pandemic. Um, definitely had to, you know, uh, they took that shift and everything um, went on and so forth. So, and so it was still, I was happy that I was still able to participate and able to have um, therapy. And yes, uh, and you know me. I am queen transparency when it comes to that. I'll say that in a room five or a room 500. Therapy, I am in it. Get some. <laughs> now. Well, yep. that is, um, yeah, that's dope. definitely, we have to normalize uh, therapy and what a tool that is. Um, especially, you know, and I would just go ahead and say it for, for women of color. Like, you know, we were taught, you know, yeah. oh, you yeah. don't leave out the house. Like, nah, you got to talk to somebody. It's like, you can't conquer yeah. this this world alone. And therapy is needed. And we have to normalize it. Like, your girl yeah. can't can go shopping right now. Got to go to therapy and heal. You know, heal is a, I feel like every so often we get an oversaturated word. Healing is, I think, the word right now that is oversaturated. Right. Yes. Overused and overused verbally, and not really doing the work, and it's still showing. So you know, definitely gotta you know get that, but that's dope. So you know, you talked about talking to young girls and being Auntie Sky. What are some other? I know the other things. So you're being a little bit too modest now. <laughs> I need you to flex a little bit and let you know people know that you know you've been out here working. Thank you, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I try, I try my best, right? I try my best. So, gosh, you you've seen me through so many different career moves and so many different fields. So yeah, I have. Um, my own um, coaching to mentoring uh, program. I've, I've worked in the music, in the entertainment industry. I've done management um, for an artist. Uh, I built a concierge business that was kind of, that was a luxury concierge business. I used to put together different packages for entertainers when they came into town or um, everything from, you know, what hotel was top notch to stay in in New York um, and to get like all their needs met while they were here um, to putting together uh, professionally working, uh, putting together a um, walk that grossed 1.2 million, you know, uh, the American Cancer Society breast cancer walk um, and, and spearheading that sitting on the board that, that put that together annually. Um, Gee, Shaltima, you have walked some roads <laughs> with me, baby. Uh, and you I laugh, but some, <laughs> we met on roles. Facebook. The craziest right. part, like, <laughs> right. I thought about that. When I was like, you know, occasionally no, you think about how you meet we someone met. on Facebook. No, we didn't. We, we did. We were part of a group. And I put together a meetup 
Yes, you, you did. At TGIF. You were the only person who yes, came. you did. You and did put together a meetup. Up yes, you and did. stuck from there. Up and <laughs> stuck, okay? Yes, you did. I, it's almost like I can see it right now, us in TGIF. You were right there and we on really 42nd Street. Too. Yes. And yes, that we was... That and that was, was the beginning that was of an amazing <laughs> sister that friendship. That was the start hood. of the sisterhood. That was just, yep. That, I was just going to say that was the start of our hood. Of our and hood. I was like, oh God. I was like, I was like, only, you know, I was like, nobody came. But then you came and I was just sitting there like, I felt, yep, you were. Like, am I being stood up? <laughs> you were. You were like, I, I was like, uh, is anyone else here for? And you were like, yeah. It's only you. That's it. <laughs> and it was but funny we, because, like, we're cancers. We vibed. We just and it I was didn't just gonna even say matter. That we found out we have like <laughs> birthdays, and we were the same, um, the same zodiac sign. It's just a lot of just different, just different things. So yeah, yeah, it has been. When you just made me run down that resume just now, I was like, oh yeah, she knew me then too. She knew me then too. She knew me then also. Like, you know I had to think I was like I've known her for a long time and then you yeah. start thinking like well where and how and then I was like it was that Facebook group I ain't never heard a scene from that lady and just now I'm like <laughs> no it wasn't I'm like we didn't meet on Facebook no we weren't and then I'm like a group and you you're so right it was a Facebook group and you did put together that get together on like a Friday evening I remember yeah. that I remember that yep shout out to uh TGIF that used to be on 42nd Street with the five dollar drinks. Shout no. out to them. Nothing shout out to generic. One. Shout out to organic um, friendships, like just like yes, that was the divine. Stuff. That was it. But absolutely, walking to things with no expectations um, and and coming out with a beautiful sistership. Yeah, like a, a beautiful one. And we are not just saying that because we're here like recording but no we're definitely like definitely definitely yes, definitely to like just get sick. so we and, <laughs> and we've learned together we've learned so much in these business streets and different yes. networking events and sharing information girl do you know this okay I just went to this and they said this and here go a packet I picked up one for you mm-hmm. too so like yep yes. yep yep definitely definitely and definitely that's so definitely. who who do you want nerve like who has nerve? You like, I need her nerve. Mm. You have some really good um, <laughs> questions that like pick the brain. I love it. I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Who do I want nerve like? Mm. This is probably going to sound so cliche, um, but there are a couple of people um, that, that I truly admire and pray to get to, you know, when I get to their age and so forth, to, to have that nerve and to um, be like, you know, attain certain things just courage-wise, but um, definitely like Michelle Obama. Um, and I say that because for all the obvious reasons and all the not so obvious reasons, um, and, and that's because she faced a lot. She faced a lot at, at you know during the eight years of um, President Obama's 
uh, term or two terms. And she braced it with a smile and a side eye. They was many times, you know, they caught her with that, with that side eye. Um, and you just have to be like, mm-hmm. I'm glad you said something, Auntie. Mm-hmm. But she kept going. And for her to inspire little girls and to have a book um, becoming and so forth. Um, and we are not endorsed by any of these individuals or any material that we mentioned. Um, but for her to want to give back so selflessly, right? And for her to really, really believe in, in you and to believe in someone else and to believe in, you know, to believe in, in, in girls and women um, and that they can be anything and to continuously like encourage them to be anything. And then to, and then to so gracefully um, handle all the critique and everything that was coming her way. You know, when she said, when they go low, we go high and we know all the memes and the funny things to that. But she really took, a, that's a huge stance to take. And you gotta be like a woman, you gotta be like, matured and, and comfortable in where you stand, you know, um, and just being bold enough to wear her arms out when it was never done before in the White, you know, in, in the White House and, and to change the, um, the style of dressing. So all those things were so courageous. So that is who I want the nerve, the nerve like to always remember that um, the world is there for our taking. And I, I truly believe that my um, purpose in life is to be a servant and, and to encourage and inspire um, young girls and women across the board. So that's who I would like to have um, and, and people like the, 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 the people that have that great story right now, but they just didn't, I think the biggest thing for me that connects is people that just didn't stop even when they were scared. And, and sometimes the world may know they're scared and sometimes you may not know they're scared and they just still didn't stop. And I think we have so many trailblazers right now. We have so with, because of someone like Michelle, right? Making it okay for colored women to speak up and show that they're not backing down, but do it gracefully and, and, and have that courage um, and still look good and keep it real cute <laughs> um, to, see, to see, you know, the doors that she opened. So that's who someone I would like to have like the nerve of. Yeah, Michelle so Yeah, yeah. And watching yeah. that, uh, watching her special on Netflix, like reading the book and watching it, it's totally different because we yep. we got to yep. hear about the things, you know, we didn't even know she was going through some of those things. We had a clue, but didn't even know. I uh, went to her when she did her New York stop, her New York tour stop. Um, oh, I did not get to see her. <laughs> I got to see her. I remember like uh, my colleague, um, maybe like two o'clock in the morning, scored tickets and came to work the next day. Like, I'm taking you to see Michelle, I was like, what, you got tickets? So, um, and we went and just like you said, there was so much that um, she revealed that you didn't know. I remember her saying uh, that 
when they were leaving and everything was done and she got on the plane that she cried for two hours and she said she she couldn't tell you what she was crying for but it was like everything from the eight years just sunk and sat there and she cried um uncontrollably and I was just like wow again you're human and how many again, of us do that through, though <laughs> right again you went through so much and you finally get to release without the cameras and and everybody in your face and you did it like I think that resonated with so many people like I mean, yep. definitely I'm, I'm no Michelle Obama, but I can't, you know, just full transparency. Like how many times have I like left work, left a place and like got in my car and it was like waterworks, like, <laughs> like, and they, they, right, right. Um, not too okay. long ago, someone saw it and he was looking at me like, are you okay, sis? And I was like, you know, it was just, and it was a release. It was actually a good thing, but you know, it was just, you know, we just be having the weight of the world sometimes. And it's just like, you know, the car be a safe place. It's just safe place. So it was right. Like, right. We do. I felt that we in do. my soul. I was like, you know, I have not been the first lady, but I know what it's like when it's like, okay, nobody's looking. And I bet you she and probably, can, when I, she went home and was by herself, it was probably really on and popping because now it's like I don't have my husband and I don't have my kids like he probably didn't know some of the things and will never know some of the things and I know she didn't share everything with us so you know definitely Michelle like that like I love I watched that like multiple times because I just right. every time I learn something new that was it you can tap into so many different things because it can take your mind so many you know every every topic she spoke on it it can take you like oh wow and you remember something about yourself and and it left me so inspired so inspired so inspired and just made me know that you have to make your dash count like through it all no matter what you know through the ups and the downs of it you, you make it count you definitely got to make it count so that's someone that um I, I, I want to have the nerve like or I build to have the nerve like her. And again, like I said, there's so many women that are slipping me and I don't want to mispronounce someone's name right now, but it, it, it's a great movement. And a, it's a great, not just a movement, but just um, Tamika Mallory, um, amazing, amazing, amazing Black queen. Um, it takes a lot to be an activist. It takes a lot just to have yes. the knowledge um, and just to be, just to be bold. And, and, but to do the and, work. I, I was She's consistent. That. Like, you know, as someone who works in my community, it is, it's very easy to take it to the internet and, and grief and carry on. But when you put, you know, like Nipsey said, 10 toes down, like, you know, whether people agree, disagree, you have to respect people like her, like the whole Until Freedom, you know, shout out to Dr. Jamila T. Davis getting that doctorate degree, like, like that, like, that's community. I don't think that is a thinkless job. And you, you know, when we talk about as women, what we already have the, you know, the weight of the world, 
Like this woman's from Harlem. You out in in Louisville. You out and like she's a mom. all over the world. She's, she's a, mom. a mom. She's a daughter. Like, and you know, so he's like, and I just say she's a mom. That. I just say she's a mom to reference that she has her own plate full of stuff, and then to be fighting causes to see these babies going through things, and you have a kid, it even touches you more, right? And and she's really um, in these streets. She's really outside. She is fully outside. So when you're risking yourself, um, that talk about the nerve, <laughs> that is, you know, again, the definition of it. So yeah, it, it's women like that, that I um, yeah. want to, con- young to continue to have the, the nerve. <laughs> and let's talk about, you know, just, you know, you know, young queen, I don't even want to mispronounce her name, but, you know, with the French Open, she just was like, you know what? Nah. Naomi, like I felt um, it. Um, Osaka is Osaka. Please yeah, forgive me if, if I didn't. Like I said earlier, I was like <laughs> I don't want to mispronounce anyone's name. And I and you know what? It it was it was exact. It, that speaks directly to the point of what we're talking about of carrying the weight of the world on us, right? And when she said some, she said it. You know, just you go through so much prepping just to get there, and then you're there, so you're playing, and it's every night, and you know their routines and their discipline and what they have to do, their practice. And then you're drained. And then you have to have, like she said, some of the most redundant questions and, and, and slide comments made to you even in the questioning and stuff that takes a beating. You take a beating mentally. You, and you just finish giving your body a beating physically on the court and, and putting your heart in that court and playing with everything you have. And then you have to endure that, right? Um, then you add in really- her age because she's not... 40 years old you know she is a young queen you know she she you know it it like like you said age comes wisdom and as you get older and I mean it doesn't matter how old you are disrespect is disrespect mental strain is mental strain but when you when you factor in her age um but I just you know my hat to her for choosing her mental health above all um and just saying like nah you know, and, and I opening just, that door and opening that door to have that conversation, colored athletes and, and women, because it's amazing. Uh, a, a professor said to me that in change, you never notice it because you're living it, living through it. Right. It's the historians and the people after that notice that change. And then even you, when you look back and say, oh, that era was like this. And oh, yeah, that actually happened. Um in that time frame, you don't realize it as much because you're living through it, right? And I had to stop the uh, with reading her, reading about her and a couple other things on my plate. And I just had to stop and say, look at where we're at. Look at where we're at. You know, I mean, change is all around us. And, and we know that that's um, inevitable. And, you know, of course, that's what life is about is changes. But just look at where the times are right now. And it's rapidly changing. This isn't like, you know, back in the day when things took a long time, it was one topic focused on and, and, and focused on that. Now it's so many things and so much change and so many women having the nerve and so many, you know, like you said, so many young queens um, and, and older queens just across the board um, taking that stance and stepping out and really not caring, really not caring starting a new dialogue, starting the conversation, understanding what their sweat equity means, 
literally yeah. understanding who they are and what they mean to whether it's a sport, whether it's an industry, you know, whether it's a field, but understanding. And, and those are things that give me the nerve because it really makes me sit back and be like, okay, Sky, like, let's think about this. And, and you, can, you can really do this as well as assist someone else. Cause I want, I want women to know we have a hard road. Right. And, and, and sometimes it's, it's pretty difficult. Like I said, with bumps and dips and spins and laughter, and I just, I want them to know, I want them to know that they, they matter. And, and every dream that they have can come true. So speaking of nerve on a lighter note, but it's funny, but then it's not. Aunt Nikki, Monique, some people say she had the nerve to talk about the bonnets and the slippers and um, correlating that to pride in women. Where do you stand with that? I understood what she was saying, right? And we also know that that is, um, she is a, a, a mature woman. Um, so, When I say you, you have different views and you and you view certain things such as um, health and 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 appearance, you view it differently, um, and and you attach it to certain things. So I believe she said, you know, just to carry yourself better and not you know be seen with that and what that impression looks like. And she didn't say this part, I'm, I'm gonna say this, but I'm sure she, you know, you watch people get treated certain ways. You literally can stand back sometimes and, and watch and say, yep, they're gonna treat her like this. They're gonna say this, they're gonna do this because she or he's dressed like that or, you know, whatever have you. So I fully understand where she was coming from with it. Um, and I am, my view on it is actually, believe it or not, very similar very similar. Um, and I know that we're breaking barriers and I know that we're kicking doors in. And I know that we're making strides and fighting to make more strides in being able to express ourselves how we want to and not be judged um, and not be, be uh, discriminated against. Um, and the only way to do it is to do it, right? So for, so for me personally, um, I, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like being out in head ties and bonnets and, and, and uh, pajamas and stuff like that. That's for me, right? I just, I just don't think it looks neat and clean enough. But then again, I'll be in a hoodie and some sweats or some tights quick. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I get it. And I, I understand what she's saying. And I do also support the fact that we don't have to bash every opinion because it's fear for it's fear that uh, fear for everyone to have their own opinion and views and what they may pass down in their family, right? And what they may teach their young ones in their family and how to come up and you know you have that oh I always did this and this because my aunt always said keep an extra pair of keys in your bag or something like you know you you have yeah. those things that elders tell you and you're like yep I always do that because my grandmother always told me. Um, and some of them are, are tips and tricks that, that, has, that, that help us out and, and, and protect us, right? And, sometimes, and a lot of times they're doing it from a protection stance. 
like, like again, like I said, seeing it and seeing how it, 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 it how we're treated and knowing that we're treated. And sometimes it reminded me of like, sometimes my mom would say, um, get up and get dressed and, and go to work. And it doesn't matter where you work, you get up and you feel what you want. Like you look beautiful, go to work, do your makeup and it'll help you to feel better, right? Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, she's like, don't mope around, get dressed and, and put your makeup on and go out. You know, you'll, you'll feel better about yourself. Yeah. And it, it, it helps how you carry yourself. So yeah. um, I reference that just to say like, so some people want to look better and, and it makes them carry themselves and be presentable. But I also understand where we're fighting to just be us. And it's a, it's a, hard, it's a hard task. I think so. That, I do understand um, she got a lot of heat for it. What do you think? Yeah, I don't really, I don't feel like she should have got the heat that she's getting. I think that the heat that she's getting is the problem that we now, the community of color, is having. You know, we've stepped away from that village mentality because back in the day, you know, if somebody saw you, you know, if Sky's mom saw me not stepping right, she would say something and then she would tell my mom and then my mom would say something. And then because we were our community, I know now people are moving around more. And I know even in my neighborhood, it has changed what the community looks like. I mean, I feel like to me, she was the perfect person. And I'm going to say why we know Monique when she was a bigger woman. And Mm -hmm. has always been fly, like it or not, when she was fluffy, now she's getting down. She's always been a big woman that's always carried herself. You know, our Nikki was well, mm -hmm. always well, never, Mm -hmm. never a hair out of place. Yep, yep. Always good. You tight and right, you know, so, and I get it. And, you know, and I'll say this as someone who has worked in plenty of professional places and been one of the only women and women of color or just non-white women it has been you do have to carry yourself you do have to dress a little bit more you do have to step it up because even in the realm that I worked in you were being judged you know and it's like wait a minute so I understand we have expression and we want to you know it's the airport is you know, comfortable. We don't want to, but it's also certain things are from, you know, certain things you got to keep at home. You know, everybody was tagging Tammy Roman, but Tammy Roman does Bonnet Chronicles from her home. She ain't never caught Tammy Roman in the supermarket doing it. Um, It honestly has gotten out of hand. And the fact of the matter is we want to be looked at differently, but right now we're not where we don't have full equality. Hence why we have the crown app that we can wear dreads and natural hair to work and and not be penalized and not not be hired. Um, right, you know, right. And I guess now we're also is, but we also come and I think Monique has to understand that we're living in a different age. We were in the age that you went to work, you went to school, you got a job or you went to school, you went to college, you went and you worked for someone. A lot of our younger, the young, you know, a lot of our youth now are creatives. They're working for themselves. So they are not worried about it. They don't need, you know, they are not worried about a suit and tie because they're going to make a million dollars on a YouTube video. 
Now, I would. The way these kids is out here carrying on, I would not advise Auntie Monique to tap nobody's child on the shoulder. You might just want to see it, keep it to keep it cute and save Jesus on Instagram. Cause you know, these these youngins is moving in a different type of way. But I feel like it has gotten so bad that you cannot say anything. And we've moved away from the village mentality. Like, you know, some of the comments that I saw was like, she wasn't disrespectful. She wasn't. And back in the day, it was you do as right, they said, right. not as they did. You know, they like, oh, well, look right. at what she had on. She was in the comfort of her own home. She wasn't disrespectful. She brought her, you know, comedic, loving touch to it. And I do believe in her mind that she wasn't trying to throw shots and be nasty. And I, I agreed with everything she said. And we as a community, we have to step right. And if we see someone, you know, backsliding, as they used to say, just tap them on the shoulder. We right. represent each other. Like, I believe because, she said that. Yeah. She said that two of her girlfriends called her or a, a, a mentor to her, like, called her mm-hmm. and, and spoke to her. But she was saying that she appreciates having someone that will check you. And she appreciates having someone that would be honest with you. And, and, you know, coming from, a millennial I get yeah. it Gen Z is very I get it they're breaking barriers they're opening doors I get it I I support them on a lot of things yes and and but just like you said um just like Monique I too was once plus size um and and lost a great deal of weight and I know what it was like to be judged right coming mm-hmm. in um to a, a, a conference room coming into um, an interview. Um, short story, really quick. I was plus size, uh, went to work. I wanted to work with the courts because at that time, that's when I was still pursuing, I wanted to um, get my JD. And I was like, okay, this is the perfect way in. And they contribute towards like your degree and stuff like that. So anyway, long story short, had the first interview, knocked it out the box. Like I interviewed with the lady um, and her boss was the head of that department. And she was like, oh, like literally she was like, you have the job. You just have to interview with him because of protocol, but you are great. And I was like, okay. And we set up the, the, the interview for two days later. And I, I'm, I'm elated. So, you know, you're going in there with even, not a cocky confidence, but even more of a confidence because I know that the conversation and the, the first interview went so well with her that we had to stop the interview. Like, okay, it's done because we're going to sit here for hours and just talk to each other, right? And we get into the interview with him and she's introducing me and she's like, this is the young lady I told you about and so forth. And we sit down and Alvima, I swear to you, he said, in my office, I like eye candy, and you're not eye candy. So we don't even have to go further with this interview. Swear. Wow. She was mortified. She just sat there, mouth hanging open, staring at me, staring at him, looking back and forth. And literally, he like went on to just being on his phone. And then, um, and then he looked up and was like, the interviews, like he looked at me and he looked at her and looked at me and was kind of like, the interview's pretty much done. What are we like still doing in his, in his office? She walked me out and 
she couldn't even keep it together for herself. She was so like apologetic and, and just like, oh my gosh, oh my goodness. And I was like, don't worry about it. You know, it wasn't you, it's fine. Of course she told me, you know, something else comes up, but it was like, if something else comes up, like what? Cause he, he already said his, you know, his point of view. Exactly. And I went outside to the side of the building and I cried, I cried. I, I probably cried for like, no lie, like full tears probably for like 10 minutes straight, just like, and I, I couldn't believe it, right? And um, I was bigger at the time. And I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, you know, like there's always gonna be a roadblock, you know, because you see my size. And, and so those were, things, those were things for me that like Monique, I had to stay dressed. I had to have hair in place, laid and slayed. I had to make sure, you know, this looked presentable, that looked presentable. I was wearing certain colors so you don't look as big in these colors and you look, you know, you, you, you blend in more. Um, and that was hard. That was hard and that was tough. So maybe probably why I can understand fully what she's saying. And for myself, you wouldn't catch me running to the grocery store on the corner for butter in a bonnet, right? That's just me because mm-hmm. it, it's embedded in me. And yes, that's a lot. And that, and that is traumatic. And again, Gen Z is breaking doors and they're busting open. But if you just sit back sometimes and, and take the commentary with, a grain of salt and try to understand it and not be so quick to cancel, you know, cancel culture. And oh my gosh, like you said, look what she's wearing and this and that. But if you just kind of sit back and understand where it's coming from. Yeah, and sometimes I, I, I really it's not the message. It's the messenger. I really appre- I really but sometimes you got to get the message. <laughs> she came back and spoke on, on Instagram. She did a post and she stood on her words. She stood on what she said. She was like, and I am right here and it's okay, queen. It is fine. And I still believe that. And I still stand on that. And that's fine because we're almost in a place where people can't have opinions or, you know, it's like you can't have a view or change their view. It's like you're getting bashed on either end. But um, yeah, I think that she has her reason for it. I, I understand it. Like I said, I agree with it to a great extent. And I also understand the change that they want to see. Yeah. You know, and like you said, it's like it becomes the messenger and then it becomes the message. And sometimes you got to put that to the side and be like, what is this person trying to say? Because just like that, that man, he didn't care about all that you could have done for him. You know, you were going to be the best of the best, but it didn't matter to him. And I mean, there are people to this day who highly educated I mean you saw the gentleman that was the lawyer couldn't get a job because he had dreads like Mm -hmm. these are things Mm -hmm. and so I think that you know that always has to be in contact you know we have yes it just it's the entitlement that we have and one thing I would just always say to Gen Z is like there are smoke and mirrors you you gotta pay attention for that because it's not just going to be I deserve, I'm entitled, I'm the best. People will find the workaround regardless. You know, do, you know, the bonnets yep, are for the house. Too. <laughs> like, I don't care how expensive I stand it is. on that too. I stand, I, I'm here with, I stand on it. I'm not Monique. I'm not in in uh, that generation. And I, I, I believe, so I agree. 
And that's just, you know, that's me, yeah. right? And I'm entitled to that. And they're entitled to feel how they want to want to feel. But I also feel, I also truly believe that we are lacking right now, um, for lack of a better term, like we're, we're lacking that OG accountability. We're lacking the, the OG aunties and, and, you know, and, and big cousins and stuff really chit checking us and really giving us, putting us up on game and really dropping jewels on us. And, and like you said, so with that entitlement, you don't want to hear nothing, you know, here goes the whole cancel culture and I'm not listening to you and I'm not, I'm, I'm listening to respond with, like you said, with every, um, with every buzzword available to me that's possible, but I'm not, I'm not hearing you and taking the jewels from it. You know, we're lacking those times. I was very, I, I was, I was the kid that sat in the kitchen with my aunt and them cooking. I was because there were certain Jews they was dropping. I was picking them up, picking them up. Okay, for real. Oh, okay. You know, it was, but it was, but that was the time. Like, I just think we live in different times. Like I was even just saying, definitely, like, definitely. You know, I don't remember going, like being with too many people when I grew up. Like it was my mom and her friend group. Those was my aunts their kids was basically my cousins um we didn't call adults by their first name they were auntie they were miss they you know mr uncle and it was like you know my mom and her homegirls they they played cards we sat in the living room it wasn't like we wasn't going all these it was just a different dynamic like i said it was the village mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we have gotten a lot really away it's an over-independence that has actually, honestly, has now hurt people because people don't belong. Like, a tribe is necessary, and people don't belong, and they literally out here by themselves. And, 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 and that's one of our buzzwords, right? Building a tribe. A lot of entrepreneurs say it's all over our socials. Building a tribe, building a tribe. The reason they say that is because that's critical. Yeah. And so it, it really... You, know, you need that tribe. And, mm -hmm. and that was something that my sister said uh, to my nephew when she made him, yeah. like all of his little things, like his christening and all of his little things had, um, when she would send stuff out to invite, it would be to the tribe. Yeah. And then she'd put their name under, right? And then her thank yous would always be like, thank you for being his village. And it takes a village. Yeah. It, like one it, of my good you, girlfriends, she, you know, we were the villagers for her and her daughter and, and her family. And, and that stuff, you know, you got to find, we grew up in tribes, you go back to wherever. We come from a tribe. It's, that's the family. That was the protection. That's the unit. That's the accountability. That's the everything. That's the foundation. Like self-made is a facade period <laughs> like yep. that's it yep. like you yep. know so and, and I see people facade, doing that if it's not a facade self-made you know going back to one of your questions you asked me in the beginning about having the nerve and me saying realizing that it is for me and the healing self-made has a lot of hurt packed in yeah and and they can admit it or not self-made because it hurts when you got to do it by yourself from the mud, nobody from the muscle, it's just you. Yeah, the reason you're saying all that is because that hurt and you're disappointed that it had to be just you and, and you didn't have the help that you thought you would have. 
So self-made comes with its own trauma and baggage um, that we're walking around in two and as, as a badge on our arm um, as if we don't need help. You know, there's a saying. Suffering is not a badge of honor. Like, you know, and that's just what people have to know that. There's a a saying that says, if you want to go, how does it go? Correct me. If you want to go far, get a team. But if you don't want to go far, do by yourself or something to that extent. Mm -hmm. Only messing up that quote. I'm sorry. But yeah, it tells you from there. There's no... You know, I've worked for for some great companies, um, and the better the company, the better the the the, the team was, the better the C suite was. You know what I mean? Like the better um, the teamwork was on every level. Um, and then I worked for companies that weren't that great, and it showed because wasn't any team. Everybody was I I I. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, teamwork means something. What do we say in sports when they're watching sports right now? They're like, yeah, this person's not playing. They they don't got the team mentality. He destroyed the team. He got to go. Oh, my gosh. They can't trade him. We need him. Because team matters. Team exactly. Matters. Life team matters. is, so is a group sport. <laughs> it, it's a group girl, sport. Say it again, please. You hear me? You Life hear is me? a group sport. Like, it is. You hear me? <laughs> You and we, me. life is a group. That was I got it. That is that's, I have to quote you on that. Like life is a whole group sport, and I think that's the second thing. Well, you said many things to me, but I remember you saying one time, "No" is a full sentence. Yes, you have to learn I it. You, you was <laughs> like, "No" is a full complete sentence. You have and to I'm learn like, that. Oh, <laughs> I was like, "She's so right." But that's a part of that so work you gotta learn. <laughs> yeah. So what is next? Like we've talked about the before, the during. What's next? So um conversation has been really good. What's next is expanding on my lifestyle brand. So I have a lifestyle brand called um, Make Your Dash Count. And making your dash count is the dash between your sun up to your sun down. And, you know, and every nationality, I researched it, every nationality, every culture, um, when you leave this earth realm, when you, when, 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 when you pass away, it's really like a little, everyone does the year, you know, like the year you were born. Sometimes they may not do the, like the exact date, but they do the year to the year you pass away, um, every culture, right? And in that dash, it's so tiny and it's so little and you, you kind of like skip over it. You're like, okay. This happened, you know, birth, sunrise, sunset. Um, but it's about making that dash count every way possible with all of your mistakes, with your fumbles, with your successes, with your, with your laughs, with your high fives, with your accomplishments, um, with your fears, with your, you know, doing it scared and trembling. But moving forward is making your dash count and, and making it count until, you know, fulfilling your purpose and your passion that God has for you until your eyes close um until he's you know that that time comes so um building out on that brand it's a lifestyle brand because it's not just making my dash count it's making your dash count so it's a brand a lifestyle brand for you um for everyone to embrace as their own and make their dash count so it's we're rolling out merch um and a couple other surprises that I cannot let out right now just due to some uh printing um, 
legal, you know, kind of not letting certain things out, but definitely um, rolling out. And so when you wear, you know, um, the t-shirt that day you feel inspired, you're making your dash count. So it's a lifestyle brand designed for you. So that's what we have up next with a couple of things um, leading up to it, which is just drops and socials, just having different little um, inspirations and affirmations for you to encourage you and inspire you. Um, I'm fully, I fully believe again that my 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 calling in life was to be of of assistance to others to help people and to inspire them and and be there, you know, their cheerleaders and rooting them on for the side from the sidelines. Um, so uh, building out that lifestyle brand um, and taking it uh, uh, globally, not just um, of course, uh, you know, I love my, I love, I love Brooklyn. I love New York and I'll, I'll always be about them, but taking it globally um, because globally we need inspiration An empowered woman um, is way more successful than one that lacks inspiration and empowerment on every level. When you're empowered, you, you, you work um, harder in your life. You work Potter at, at your job, whatever it may be, whatever industry you're in. Um, but yeah. Well, I am patiently waiting <laughs> for it. Um, thank you. So, thank you. Yeah. Again, you, you wrote one post with me. You've seen every dip and every turn. Again, again, you definitely have. I am ready for it. So just tell the people where they can find you. Um, okay, uh, all my socials are the same handle. So it's uh, at Sky Smith. Sky is with two eyes, so S K I I Smith. That is on everything. Uh, social, um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All my hand, you know, all of my handles are are the same. So you guys can see me in these Twitter streets, in these um, Instagram streets, on these on these Facebook on on, on these Facebook posts. Um, you know, telling you more about, like, again, giving you inspiration, giving you daily affirmations. The team is working extremely hard at pumping out consistent um, work for you to be, you know, consistent information and, and, and work and post and so forth for you to, to have. So, yeah. And another thing is like, just, so like you said, um, you mentioned earlier and the perfectionism and the having it all right and, and not, having any room to grow um, isn't part of our brand, right? So we're very big on being transparent. Um, I'm huge on being transparent and taking um, everyone along for the ride. So um, yeah, I, I appreciate input. Our team appreciates, appreciates feedback on what you like, what you don't like, what you're seeing, because that's the way we make it work for you. You're our community, our tribe. You're our tribe, our village. So that's how we make it work is, is getting that feedback from you guys. So you can all, you know, comment under the post, drop us a DM, um, let us know. And, and that's how we, we get better for you guys. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for being my first guest and let you absolutely, know how proud absolutely. I am of you. Thank We're going to get out of here, but. Okay. We just need okay. one skyism. So just hit us with something and we're out of um, here. <laughs> one skyism. Oh, oh, 
you see I'm chatty as all heck. Um, don't you dare give up. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. Say your prayers, adjust your crown, and take it. That's my scholarship. And that's on that Mary my had a little lamb. And that's on Mary. Period. Okay. Period. That is on. <laughs> okay. That is on Mary had a little lamb. Don't you dare give up. Don't you dare. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this first episode of She Has the Nerve. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and all our socials as She Has the Nerve. Follow Sky Smith, SK2Eyes Smith. And we will see you next time. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you guys for listening on our conversation. Just how our phone conversation sounds. So thank you guys for listening. And I love you guys dearly.